Watch ye, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 77 I will cry unto God with my voice. Even unto God will I cry with my voice, and he shall hearken unto me. In the time of my trouble I sought the Lord. I stretched forth my hands unto him, and ceased not in the night season. season. My soul refused comfort. When I am in heaviness, I will think upon God. When my heart is vexed, I will complain. Thou holdest mine eyes waking. I am so feeble that I cannot speak. I have considered the days of old, and the years that are past. I call to remembrance my song, and in the night I commune with mine own heart, and search out my spirit. Will the Lord absent himself forever, and will he be no more entreated? Is his mercy clean gone forever, and is his promise come utterly to an end forevermore? Hath God forgotten to be gracious? And will he shut up his loving kindness in displeasure? And I said, It is mine own infirmity, that I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most Highest. I will remember the works of the Lord, and call to mind thy wonders of old time. I will think also of all thy works, and my talking shall be of thy doings. Thy way, O God, is holy, who is so great a God as our God. Thou art the God that doest wonders, and hast declared thy power among the peoples. Thou hast mightily delivered thy people, even the sons of Jacob and Joseph. 
The waters saw thee, O God, the waters saw thee and were afraid. The depths also were troubled. The clouds poured out water, the air thundered, and thine arrows went abroad. The voice of thy thunder was heard round about. The lightnings shone upon the ground. The earth was moved and shook withal. Thy way is in the sea, and thy paths in the great waters, and thy footsteps are not known. Thou ledest thy people like sheep by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 11th verse of the 26th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Lord, when your hand is lifted up, they will not see. They will see and be ashamed for their envy of people. Yes, the fire of your enemies shall devour them. Lord, you will establish peace for us, for you have also done all our works in us. O Lord, our God, masters beside you have had dominion over us. But by you only we make mention of your name. They are dead. They will not live. They are deceased. They will not rise. Therefore, you have punished and destroyed them and made all their memory to perish. You have increased the nation, O Lord. You have increased the nation. You are glorified. You have expanded all the borders of the land. Lord, in trouble they have visited you. They poured out a prayer when your chastening was upon them. As a woman with child is in pain and cries out in her pangs, when she draws near the time of her delivery, so we have been in your sight, O Lord. We have been with child, we have been in pain. We have, as it were, brought forth wind. We have not accomplished any deliverance in the earth, nor have the inhabitants of the world fallen. Your dead shall live. Together with my dead body, they shall arise. Awake and sing, you who dwell in dust, for your dew is like the dew of herbs, and the earth shall cast out the dead. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts, he hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 15th chapter of the book of Revelation. Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them the wrath of God is complete. And I saw something like a sea of glass mingled with fire, and those who have victory over the beast, over his image and over his mark, and over the number of his name, standing on the sea of glass, having harps of God, they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the saints. 
Who shall not fear you, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy, for all nations shall come and worship before you, for your judgments have been manifested. After these things I looked, and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was opened, and out of the temple came the seven angels having the seven plagues, clothed in pure bright linen, and having their chests girded with golden bands. Then one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls, full of the wrath of God, who lives forever and ever. The temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power, and no one was able to enter the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee and do thy ministers with righteousness and make thy chosen people joyful o lord save thy people and bless thine inheritance give peace in our time o lord for it is thou lord only that makest us dwell in safety o god make clean our hearts within us and take not thy holy spirit from us blessed lord who has caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning Grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, 
and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening to all. It's good to begin in Psalm 77 tonight. Um, Psalm 77 is a poem of remembrance um, that ushers us through um, a, a season of perplexity. Um, there's a recurring um, motif in the psalm tradition where you have this notion of the night season. And a lot of times it just kind of means nighttime. Um, but occasionally it gets stretched poetically to, to sort of refer to um, the thing that night sim symbolizes in life. And, and sometimes night lasts for the duration between sun, sun, sunset and sunrise. And sometimes night uh, is emblematic of a season of um, where there's not much light by which to see. Um, and so uh, that the, the poetic image uh, inflects the whole of this psalm and the, and the kind of poetic prayer that, um, that unfolds here. You have um, a, a particular kind of song that the, the psalmist uh, says, I will remember. I will remember the works of the Lord of old, and I will take up my song in the night season when I'm not getting any rest, when, you know, the thoughts of these perple this perplexity are keeping me awake um, and, and, and not allowing me any rest to the point where I'm, I'm very weak um, and that I, I can't find that which will rest me. Um, and so the, song, the, the, the word here for song that the psalmist is going to remember is very different from the, um, the, the word that's usually used for a song. Um, you know, the Lord is my strength and my song and has become my strong salvation, as it said elsewhere in the Psalter. This is a song that's more of kind of like a, um, a more of a, a sort of a nighttime chant. It's a, it's, a, it's a lot less of a kind of song of triumph and is more of a song of, um, of you know, it's, it has a more of a melancholic kind of character to it, maybe more of a lament, um, but definitely more of a solemn uh, kind, of, um, kind of atmosphere around it. And the song that, that begins to be sung is, is really, uh, it, it unfolds two ways of remembering. We have um, sort of the history, the historical acts of God, you know, the, the kind of chronicles of God's work among his people. Um, you know, these are, can be and are in the first kind of sense of remembrance, the, the, the objects of observation, of a sort of mental observation, where he's kind of cataloging and flipping through the catalog of the mighty things that God has done. And this proves insufficient to alleviate the perplexity of the psalmist's night season. And so you have in the middle of the psalm this pivot point where he says, you know, it is my own infirmity that I have, I have thought that the Lord God, you know, the right hand of the Lord, which, you know, is in the psalms means like the kind of the, the working power of God has changed, you know, from, that he is no longer, um, you know, he's, he did all these mighty things in the past, but... I, you know, my conclusion now is that it didn't, I did not expect him to continue doing these things in the present. And this disparity of, you know, I can see these things God has done, but yet something has not landed with me to the point where I can, I anticipate that this is going to happen, you know, that God is going to come through again and keep his promise in the present again. Um, and so this ushers in a new kind of remembrance. Um, where the psalmist himself begins to identify with and to sort of experience alongside those moments in the past, notably the, the, the moment of the exodus itself, where the poet almost, the, the, the psalmist transitions into this mode where he's describing as though he is there um, at the Red Sea, um, the things that are unfolding there. 
And this is much more what, you know, remembrance means in the Bible is to become present again too, and for a thing to become present with us. Um, and that's really kind of when we're, when we're looking at the Advent season, one of the main pillars of how we are to understand our life as Christians is that the things we are remembering of the days of old are not just there as artifacts for us to kind of curate and catalog as a kind of pious, you know, gallery uh, setting. Uh, you know, they are, they are um, a living thing. They continue to be alive because they are, they are, their, their truth is held in God who lives. He is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. And so those, those past things are still present um, as mediated by God. Um, who holds all life in his hand, who holds all life in check. And that's really the coming back to that sense of remembrance is what makes possible both um, our understanding of Isaiah tonight and also Revelation 15. In Isaiah, we have a sort of a, a, a song prayer uh, to God about the dead and about like about all that all the destruction that has been wrought um, and nevertheless, um, entrusting the whole of things to God who can raise the dead again, that it's expect anticipating with a kind of out of this sense of like remembrance and this kind of remembrance in which we are participant to the things that God does in his power and out of his tender kindness for his people. Um, it creates an anticipation for us um, that what, of what to expect God to do. And in this case, we're dealing with this kind of the greatest night season imaginable, which is death. And we are dealing with the light that comes to illuminate it um, in this kind of remembrance, which is resurrection. And so as we see Isaiah kind of go through the similar um, process as the psalmist, um, we're reminded that, you know, that that is kind of the, the tenor and character of our life as a covenant people. Um, and so as we move into Revelation 15 here, um, this helps us to look, you know, and to see in the apocalypse that we're the vision of the apocalypse we're seeing. Um, you know, the truth behind these things that judgment is being poured out on the earth and things are chaos on the earth. If you look at it from the perspective of merely like sort of of worldly history, everything is falling apart. All the things are tearing themselves to pieces. All those nice cities and order that we, we previously relied on is being decimated. And yet this is the best possible thing that can happen in the end, because this is actually the justice of God going forth. And this is God actually making all things new. But we have to remember in Advent, and this is part of our anticipation of the future, that to for the kingdom of God to come means that the kingdom of this world must be done away. Um, and there's no easy way to say that. Um, and that will mean that, the, the, that there's not a single atom of existence now that won't be changed um, by the kingdom that is coming into its fullness. And so um, for us, as we, as we mark the time, as we look at the world around us, it, it behooves us to remember that it's sometimes the case that what seems to be a great chaotic calamity is actually um, the, the unsettling of a thing that can't possibly give life so that we can receive something that does give life. The psalmist concludes, right, your ways are in the sea, your footsteps are in the waters, the great waters. Those waters will always be the image of how we feel when things are going unexpectedly. And yet the Lord's footsteps are in those waters, meaning that he walks upon them and that he brings life out of them as he did at the beginning and as he continues to do now. So it's an encouragement for us in our perplexity in our night season. And so uh, we, look for, we look for the light to illuminate it.
continuing with our intercession together. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for being here this evening. It's good to be with you. Thanks to Aaliyah, my co-leader tonight. Hope you have a wonderful evening. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father Hayden. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Rosie. Oh. <laughs> oh.